Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Tuesday morning. Hope everybody's doing well and uh, slept well last night. Uh, yesterday afternoon, uh, one of our deacons, Jerry Keller, called me and he said, "Who?" He said, "Why do you do it at 6:15 a.m.?" He said, "Who gets up that early?" <laughs> so he said, "I can just wait till I wake up at eight or nine or." and uh watch it then and i said well there's a lot of people of course he was just teasing with me but he uh yeah he said i told him I said, there's a lot of people go to work and school and uh, so i try to get their day going in the right direction but he just called to give me a hard time but i let's see who all got up early enough to uh join in this this morning here we got rusty Paws, amy oaks turner donna taylor brandy boyd young angel dixon tracy little darlene barker debbie jackson sipe karen smith so we got a lot tuning in this morning. Appreciate that. And uh, so you all will have to personally write Jerry Keller and tell him that he needs to start getting up earlier and catch it live. So he doesn't know what he's missing. <laughs> all right, my friends, let's do our Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all my friends um, hello Jennifer Honeycutt and Kelly Jeanette Swift appreciate you guys tuning in as well I uh, you know I love our country you know that I love our country I'm I uh, uh, I think if you were born here uh, you know my dad has often said people want to win the lottery if you've born in this country you won the lottery and uh, hello Nicole Campbell Barnett and uh, and I agree we do live in a great country but I tell you what, guys, uh, I, I woke up, uh, I got done reading my Bible and praying and uh, looking at the news, uh, just filled with a lot of anger. Uh, you know, our illustrious president uh, decided to call Peter Ducey an SOB. And, uh, you know, I just, uh, it it's more and more shows uh, what a piece of excrement that he is. And uh, I don't know how in the world anybody could have even voted for him uh but of course we know it was baloney and rigged anyway but um uh anybody uh, but yet i still see posts where people say uh well, he's smarter than the last president i don't get it i really don't i mean here we were prosperous doing well low gas prices people had jobs on um, food were, it was the, the shelves were stocked uh and uh, in the stores and uh i don't know man it's just uh it's really uh, ticking me off. You know, Biden uh, said that he would, uh, if he could, he would take Trump out behind the bleachers of a school and, and beat him up. I think somebody needs to do the same to Biden, if you ask my personal humble opinion. But uh, and then he had the nerve on his inauguration to say, if anybody's disrespectful, I will not tolerate it. And yet he, he's an old cranky curmudgeon that uh, calls people stupid and uh, uh him. Hello, Terry Hutchinson, Mike Yensley everything else in the world but i'll tell you what's scarier all right now like i said he's just a puppet but it's just a moronic idiot and like i said if you got him out of the way say they kicked him out of the white house what is it behind him's even worse you got that lunatic laughing nut uh, uh Kamala harris right behind him. i mean you know you're not going to solve anything get rid of him but here's what the dangerous part is they'd be willing because his his approval level is so low and he is doing such a terrible job they would thrust us into world war three 
in order to save his fanny. And I'm telling you, that's the scary part. That's what we got to watch out for. He, he's more concerned, you know, there seems to be more focus on the, the Ukrainian border than our very own borders that are being crossed illegally. And, uh, and I'm telling you, they would throw us into the midst of, of, a, of a war uh, just to take the focus off the lunacy that is in our uh, uh, office right now. So it's just something you just need to, we need to be praying about big time. And I hope you can hear me. Our, our stupid water pump just went off, and uh, I really hate that. When I'm trying to do devotions, it makes me very angry. <laughs> but anyway, well, let's go ahead and look at our verse of discussion this morning. Matthew chapter 12, verse 35. It says, A good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. You know, just talking about this now, and it kind of ties into what we're talking about this morning in regards to Biden. And like I say, you may not like my political commentary. You know, I've had people say, you know, uh, that uh, that as a pastor, I don't need to be discussing such things. I've had people get mad and even leave the church because of uh, political rants, if you will, or topics. And uh, I do believe uh, that it has every place uh, for a pastor to call out these things that are wrong. Uh, you know, if you've ever never heard of the black robe garb, look that up. How they spoke, uh, pastors during the Revolutionary War, how they spoke out and against uh, England and the tyranny that they were trying to pursue. Uh, you know, you look at the story of the Good Samaritan, uh, you're talking about political overtones, uh, dealing with race, dealing with religion, dealing with uh, multiple uh, areas uh, that Jesus himself taught on. And so I have, you know, you may not like my opinion, uh, but if it is something that is wrong, I don't care, it's not a matter of opinion, it goes beyond that, then it becomes biblical if it's something that they're doing that is wrong, then it needs to be pointed out. And, you know, when you look at this verse in particular in Matthew 12, 35, see, Jesus is condem condemning the, very, the Pharisees because uh, where he was trying to cast out demons. And uh, I know I'm looking over here, but y'all can see I've got my slide of this verse up. That's why I'm looking over here. So, But uh, uh, you're thinking, what's he doing? Uh, but, you know, he's casting out the demons. And they're trying to say that he's using the power of the devil. Uh, to cast out those demons, and uh, he uh, uh, and he's trying to point out the fact that, that it's a wrong conclusion. Obviously, that he's not using the power of the devil to cast them out. He is the the son of God. That he is doing that, and uh, that he is. Uh, 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 well, they didn't want to believe he was the Messiah. Really, for me, more more than anything, that was the biggest part of it. But uh, but what he's all, all, what we're looking at here is the heart. All right, then, and that's where we're seeing. That's how I'm kind of tying in what I'm talking about with Biden cursing uh, Ducey's, uh Peter Ducey. Uh, sorry, say Ducey's son, but you know what I'm talking about, Peter Ducey. Is that we're looking at a heart issue? All right, you know, see, see, they want to take away guns right now. They want to take out inanimate objects. They want to do away with police. And it, the thing of it is, it's a heart condition is what we're looking at here. Uh, you could take away all the weapons you want, uh, but there's still people are evil. They're still going to find a way. I mean, remember, King killed Abel with a rock. I mean, they're going to find a way to try to kill if, if that's what their heart's desire is. You're not going to eliminate that without having God in their lives. And remember what, you know, we're looking at a heart issue. Remember, the heart is desperately wicked. Who can know it? And what we're and what's, that's what this verse is talking about here. If, if you are a child of God, if you know Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, then those good things are going to pour out. It's going to be obvious. You're going to be hopefully bearing that fruit. Hopefully, you're going to be demonstrating a a heart of a changed life 
demonstrating your love for Jesus Christ. It, it can't help but pour out in your business dealings, uh, in your uh, relationship uh, with your spouse, significant other, uh, with uh, uh, just in general, in all aspects and areas uh, of your life. It's going to show your kindness, your consideration, your respect. It's going to, to pour out from the heart your love for Jesus Christ. You know, that's why I've told you all before, I hate, I hate worse than anything when I decide I want to sell a car or something or really about anything because uh, it's not about the matter of the, the object itself that I'm selling because I try to be as, as honest and upfront as I can about what it is, that I, whatever it is I'm selling. But uh, it's the fact that I'm a pastor. And if that, I don't care if it's a car. I don't care if it's a microwave oven. I don't care what it is. I try to go over every single tiny little thing. For one, I want to be honest. Two, I'm a firm believer what goes around comes around. It's going to, you're going to get, you, get paid back. But three, just as soon as I sell something and it tears up, they say, well, that sorry pastors want to sold that to me. And uh, in fact, and that uh, pretty much happened one time. I did sell a microwave, an old microwave that we had here. I explained everything was wrong with it. And a woman, a few days later, messaged me, said, you call yourself a pastor. This thing don't work. I sold it for $10. I said, look, lady, I'll meet you somewhere. I'll give you $10 back. You know, it's not that big that she wouldn't meet with me. And, uh, you know, and, and it's, that's the kind of stuff that just, you know, may, turns yourself off. You know, when I was making those flags, and uh, it, it, made, it makes me nervous. You know, uh, you know I, I'm still trying to think of a way to do a little side business, uh, to have a little, little side hustle coming along there to make a little extra money, you know. But, uh, uh, but it makes me nervous because if it's not right, you know, there's a lot of times when, uh, when I was making those flags, uh, I might have went above and beyond, but I wanted to make sure it was right because I don't want people coming back on me. But see, the point of all that is, is the fact that in my heart, I want to do those good things because I love the Lord and I want to do right by people. And hopefully you're demonstrating that same thing. See, when you are bad, when you when you are evil, or I'll just put it plainly how it is, if you don't know Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior, remember, if your father is not God, your father is the devil. So that's why we see that uh, a good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. That's going to spew out. If you don't know Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, evil things are going to pour out of your heart. And I think that's what uh, we see demonstrated with uh, our president currently, uh, you just see that uh, the, the nasty that is in him that is, is coming out and uh, his attack on anybody he don't like or agree with and um, name calling and uh, uh, just showing his just genuine nastiness. And you see that all the time among people. If they don't Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior, you can see how they and their business dealings and how they treat people and what comes out of their mouth is evil and is bad and is wrong. And that's why we have to make sure that if you are a Christian, you are demonstrating it's on a it's on an act, it's on a, a front. You know, there's people who come to church who put on a good act. You know, and I know there's nobody that's watching here, nobody that not. I promise you, if, if, if Jesus Himself was standing here, I can't think of one person in my church that that I know that that's doing that. I'm just saying, in a broad brush, broad area aspect. There are those who attend church uh, that uh, who put on a good front. You know, they try to act like they're holy, they're pious, and deep down, man, they they never even really turned their lives over to the Lord, or may never have turned their lives over to the Lord. Uh, who just put on a good act? So I'm not talking about putting on an act here. We're doing this out of our devotion to the Lord Jesus Christ, that we want to uh, do these these good things here. All right, to uh, 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 
to demonstrate uh, the right motives, intentions, the, the focus of the heart uh, of, of demonstrating our love for Jesus Christ. And I want you to think about that today as you're going out and about. You know, am I demonstrating the fruits of the Spirit of love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, self-control? Yes, there sure is no law. Are we demonstrating those fruits of the Spirit in our day-to-day -day dealings? You know, it is difficult, uh, you know, to always be demonstrating uh, those fruits of the Spirit. And uh, a good case of point is going to Walmart alone. You know, I, I, I don't, before I even get to the doors, I, my, my temper is right up to here because of just how rude people are. I mean, it just it, it amazes me, the rudeness of individuals. You know, you try to hold a door open for somebody and, and they just look at you like you're stupid. Uh, you know, you're in the aisle, excuse me, and they just, you know, might as well just give you the finger and, you know, and it's just like, you know, I'm trying to do good here. I'm trying to be nice, you know, and I don't understand it, you know, not all the time. There's been a few times here lately I've noticed I say excuse me and people respond in, 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 uh, in, in kind-like ways. But uh, but that's just one example. You know, sometimes it's hard to always be demonstrating that. Or if you're at work and things aren't going right, you know, it's hard to always be demonstrating uh, the fruits of the Spirit. You know, it's like you, you, there's times where you go to work when one chaotic thing happens after another. You know, when I worked, used to work at the dialysis center, you had to, you had to have this certain chemical mixture uh, for the patients uh, to be used in order to drain that fluid off their, uh, uh, their kidneys. And... Um, if you, that mixture wasn't right, man, it'd throw everything off. Well, if, it, if there'd be times I would go in and that, that mixture that, uh, that you'd have to, to produce, if it wasn't tested the right way, the whole system would be screwed up. So you're running the whole day trying to get things going. Or, you know, you're trying to, uh, what's known as a fistula. Uh, it's like a, it can be a, 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 your own vein, or it could be a synthetic type of vein. It's really thick, and there's a lot of pressure that goes into that vein. And that's what you stick uh, the needle in. It can either be in the leg or in the arm. And that's what to, in order to draw that fluid off. Well, unfortunately, a lot, of the, a lot of older people come in there. If you stuck that vein the wrong way, man, they bleed like stuck hogs, man. It's just a mess. It's a nightmare. And so it just creates a, a bad day. You know, again, these are just examples of how things get chaotic real quick if you're not careful. And uh, so... We have to constantly, at least for me, I have to constantly be in prayer. Lord, help me with my attitude. Lord, help me with my temper. Lord, help me with this situation. Lord, help me with this. Help me to react in the right way. Just because I'm a pastor doesn't mean I always react the right way, you know. And um, you when know, somebody gets in your face, unfortunately, I have a very bad redneck side. And when somebody gets in my face and wants to get a little confrontational, my knee-jerk reaction is, I want to fight, you know, and that's not a good attitude because I've had people say, uh, uh, you know, you're, you're supposed to be a pastor. You're not supposed to act that way. And there's truth in that, you know, uh, as a Christian and as a pastor, I should have more self-control and, and not act uh, in a redneck fashion. But, you know, it's just uh, when somebody gets in your face, it's hard not to uh, react <laughs> in a way that uh, may not be deemed appropriate. So what is in your heart? All right, you know, all this kind of uh, run around the barn here gets to the main point is what's in your heart? You know, kind of like that uh, credit card commercial. What's in your wallet? Uh, what's in your heart? Uh, you know, are you striving for the mind of Christ? Are you trying to demonstrate Jesus? Remember, there's a world that's watching you. And if you are putting scripture out there, encouraging people to go to church, but then at the same time you're, you're putting uh, memes on social media with cursing or uh, perverse leanings or whatever it may be, 
people are like, what's, what's going on? You know, what, you know, this is confusing. You know, they say they go to church, but then they put, they post this kind of stuff on here and, you know, or, or, you know, you're whatever it may be, but let's make sure that you're in that state of perpetual growth, uh, towards Jesus Christ. And that is showing, and, uh, you're not allowing the world to infiltrate and affect us more than what it already has. Remember, we are infected, uh, with sin by uh, the, uh, the day that we are born. And that's something we have to fight. The only way we can overcome that is through Jesus Christ, the Lamb that cleanses us and makes us that new creation in Christ Jesus. And we need to make sure we're demonstrating that changed life. Uh, Mike says, be, uh, uh, Donna said, redneck twins. Mike says, be courteous without expecting like response, then you've done your part. Amen, Mike. Good, uh, good point. Hello, John Armstrong. And, um, so what is, you know, demonstrating those things are in the heart, you know, in that we are, um, you know, it's not that so much, you know, that's the best way to put it. I'm trying to think of a better way to put it. Um, in respect, you know, I don't want people to think, well, you know, gosh, I have, to, I have to try to be perfect. I have to try to be good constantly or I'm not showing Jesus. There's no, none righteous, no, not one. There's nobody that's, that's good. All right. You know, we, it's just that battle. It's that strive. It's that, that work, uh, to try to show Jesus in our day-to-day -day lives. That's what I'm striving at here. It's not a point of, uh, you know, I've got to be good, it's not, you know, because if you're always on edge of, I've got to be good. If I'm not good, I'm going to be sinning kind of attitude. I don't want you to feel like that, all right? Because then you're putting extra stress on yourself. And when you put that stress on yourself, you're going to mess up that much more. So the main thing is, is, Lord, am I doing what you would have me to do? You know, I guess it kind of goes back to the uh, book by Sheldon in, uh, in his steps, uh, you know, where the whole town said, uh, what would Jesus do? Now, we don't always know that because he is Messiah. He is God Almighty. We don't know the mind of Christ. Like I said, I had a professor who hated, <laughs> who despised that, uh, that, that uh, uh, little slogan. Because he, you know, his whole point was nobody knows the mind of God. I understand where he's coming from, but at the same time, we have God's word uh, that to lead us and guide us to give us an idea of how what Jesus would have us to do in certain situations. And I guess that's kind of where I'm leaning at here. If you have a changed life, you've given yourself over to Jesus Christ. What would Jesus have you to do? And that's what you need to ask yourself. Uh, Lord, how would you have me to react to this situation? There may be areas and times where, um, you know, somebody's really ticked you off and you want to go off on them. But, you know, maybe you see to step back, give it 24 hours, pray about it, think about it, and then respond and then react and then talk to that individual maybe in a more calm manner. Now, that's not always easy if you're in a marriage. <laughs> So, because you know how to push each other's buttons, and it's, it's, it's not as easy to uh, step back and, and react calmly <laughs> as you should. But, uh, but the thing of it is, it's not about just trying to be good. It's, it's, a, it's a fact of demonstrating that your heart has changed, and you're trying to live for Jesus daily. You're trying to show Jesus to an unbelieving world daily. That's all you need to do, and just be the best you you can be. And that's all God's asking you to do, is just be the best you you can be and keeping your eyes focused on the lord daily and let that outpouring show before an unbelieving world because trust me if your heart is uh, uh hello carol and um it is uh if your heart is not with the lord trust me it's going to show you can try to hide it to a certain extent but it's like old biden it's going to come out somehow some way 
But try, if you are saved, make sure that you're just trying to keep at the forefront of your mind. Lord, let me react. Let me show the character. Let me demonstrate a, a changed life that I'm not new creation. Let me show the world that I have given my life to Jesus. So think about that today and a uh, little food for thought. And uh, uh, remember, uh, people are, uh, particularly if you work in the public, it's not easy, guys. I've worked in retail. It is uh, It's tough. <laughs> So my prayers are with you. Let us close in prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us each and every day to demonstrate a changed life. Let our heart outpour and flow forth the things that has changed in our lives, that we have, want to show you in our how we talk, how we react, in our character. And Lord, uh, help us to produce the good things. Help us to produce the good fruit. Let us constantly be growing and learning and striving for the mind of Christ. Lord, if there's anyone watching or listening this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, be with all my brothers and sisters in Christ who are watching this morning. Lord, I pray that you will keep them safe and well till we meet again. But Lord, I just pray that you will um, help us in our day-to-day -day lives and our dealings with individuals. But Lord, I just pray that you'll be with my daughter and son and wife and all those who are going to work and school. That you'll watch over them and keep them safe. Lord, I pray that you'll be with our brother in Christ, Tony Peters. You'll bring healing upon him. And I pray that you'll be with Todd Ferguson. I pray that you'll be with Frog Nelms and Brenda. I pray that you bring healing upon them. I pray that you be with Richard Haynes and Ginger Hood and so many others, Lord Jesus. Lord, help us to to serve you well today. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, my friends, I appreciate y'all tuning in and watching and listening this morning, and I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.